Ho, 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 and happy holidays, heroes, and welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot. I'm your reindeer games master, James D'Amato. And I probably don't have the patience to do that bit again. Heroes, I am so excited about our show this week. We've got a game that y'all have been requesting from me for a long time, because we're about to play Blades in the Dark. For those that don't know, Blades in the Dark is kind of a supernatural version of Peaky Blinders or Gangs of New York. The background is the Edwardian city of Duskvall, an isolated and permanently gray industrial hellscape full of criminal gangs vying for control of the streets and doing their best to practice in private out of the sight of fascist bluecoats. Characters take big risks and cutthroats in the name of a little reputation and some coin. But when I tried to print out the playbooks to take over to my session, for some reason all of the normal ones were not present. Uh, playbooks like the cutter, the slide, the spider did not print out, and I just came away with a bunch of weird ones that I don't even know if they were in my standard book. The game we ended up playing was a very strange version of Blades in the Dark, and it was Oddly thematically appropriate for the holiday season. And because I recorded this November of 2019, I sat on it for like a year. But now I'm presenting it to all of you in its full glory. And folks, you are in for a great ride. Before we get to the game, I want to remind everyone that currently OneShot is raising money for World Builders. World Builders is currently in the middle of their end-of-year drive for Heifer International, and you can check out and support our team page over at bit.ly slash osnends2020. It's a great cause, and we're offering some truly spectacular rewards in exchange for your support. You'll be able to hear about that in the mid-roll, though, for now. Let's get to the show. Ho, 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 ho. All right, heroes, let's meet our party. sticking around. <laughs> they haven't heard it yet. This is the start of the show. Oh, whoops. All right, heroes, let's meet our party for this week. No, we're keeping all of it in. I don't That's know fine. why I tried Wait, to. Wait, how long have yeah. you been recording? Right. Uh, not very long. Oh, so um, we skipped all that Taylor Swift stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, we, okay, we did. Okay, cool, cool, cool. All right, Rex, Spanish <laughs> love songs, pup. Those are good. Yeah, we're talking. This is our Taylor Swift podcast where we talk about her and her various trials and tribulations. No, this is One Shot, and we are about to play Blades in the Dark. And I'm playing with the two people that when I first read this game, I'm like, these are the two people that I would like to play this game with. I'm very, very excited about that. Uh, so with me this week is Stephen Kropa. Yo, 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 all you want. <laughs> Stephen L.A. boy Kropa. Yeah, I changed a lot. Stephen Hollywood Kropa. This oh, I went so Hollywood. Everybody, you can't even get me on anything anymore. <laughs> he's he's not on this. His agent wouldn't let us. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm we, phoning it in. We had to tell him this was an audition, and he as soon as he got in, we trapped him in the room. I was like, oh, I know. I want to be on the unicorn. <laughs> Steven, how are you doing? I'm pretty good. Uh, what is your favorite movie about criminals? <laughs> My favorite movie about criminals? Yeah. Wolf of Wall Street. Ooh. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a right. Poll. Yeah, I'm a thinker. <laughs> We're going to see a lot of the social commentary in today's episode based on some of the choices that have already been made. <laughs> I'm very much looking forward to it. And also with Steven, we have Alan Linick. Hello. Uh, hello. <laughs> hello. I wanted to, when you did yours, I wanted to harmonize with you so no, bad, could, but I didn't could. want to step on your introduction. <laughs> Alan Hollywood Linick, we should also point out. That's right. Mm -hmm. I'm so Hollywood that I wouldn't be seen with any of you. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I won't be. One of the other people that I wanted to have here tonight who couldn't make it was Tyler Davis, mm -hmm. who literally couldn't be here because he was doing more important work. Thank so, you for... Making me green with envy. That's great. Mm. Thank you so much. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, we're, we're, you know, we're, I, I feel like any, if you compare yourself to Tyler Davis, you're going to be in real trouble. That's what I have learned comparing myself to Tyler Davis. Yeah. It's just not going to pan out for you. My therapist said the same thing, and they don't even know who Tyler is. 
<laughs> it's he sounds like he's just got a very powerful name. Yeah. We don't want you to see if you stack up to that. <laughs> Alan, heyo, what is your favorite movie about criminals? Oh man! Oh, I should have anticipated this since you just asked. Just asked Steven. Steven the question. I really like all the presidents, men. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's good. This is some high level crime stuff. You, yeah. Alan joked that like he really was interested in white collar crime, mm-hmm. but. Essentially, that's what we've pointed out here. They're, yes. Well, because they're the criminals who get away. I said Wolf of Wall Street because there's no, I can watch, you know, Goodfellas or any of those, or Casino or, like or The anything. Untouchables or whatever. Or The Untouchables where it's just, yeah, they're, sh- they're bad guys, they're shooting and stuff. And I'm like, oh, it's okay. But Wolf of Wall Street made me like white knuckle angry. Like just like, mm-hmm. this is so, so frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all the, word, you know. Yep. That's like, what happened to morals? Dude, <laughs> what happened? What happened to morals? Wow. Well, and that's the question we're going to address today. today. Yeah, I, I think I think through Blades in the Dark, we're yeah. probably going to do it. So for those that don't know, Blades in the Dark is kind of like an indie darling right now. There are Much so like many games. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> there are so many games that have been based on the two, just like you and Alan. Mm-hmm. But we're playing the original. And in Blades in the Dark, you play a crew of criminals trying to make it in the industrial city of Duskfall with plenty of supernatural nonsense flying about you there are ghosts there are demons there are all sorts of things and the choices of what we've been able to do have been heavily influenced on what decided to print out for me earlier today when i prepared the materials for this game so we are going to create our crew right now so the first thing that we have chosen is a crew type and Alan and Steven, what you have selected for me is that you want to be a cult, which is extremely cool. I have not yet played a game of this where somebody is playing a cult. So for that, you are beginning at tier zero with a stronghold, a reputation of zero, and two coin. What is the name of, of your cult, or do you want to name the deity that you worship first? Ooh, I think it starts with the deity. Yeah. As all good cults. Yeah. So it starts with a D. Now, Stephen, what you threw out earlier is everybody coming up with like a syllable for this. Is that how we want to do it? Do we want to make a syllable soup? Did I throw that out? It was me. It was was Alan. But I was content with, I was going to watch and see how cool about the idea you were. Uh, (laughs) I like the, it sounds like an idea I would have. Yeah. Uh, my, My thought was like, we all write down like, enough letters to form a syllable and then Great. we just mush them into a let's do like a like a monster name all right here we go i've got lif i got vash and i got ra vashrelith vashrelith vash that does yeah. sound like feels good yeah a spooky thing all right so um, so that's deity right there okay now as for the name of your cult is is it the cult of Vashralift or the Brotherhood of the Unseen Eye? You know, mm. like how how what are we getting here? Yeah, what does our demon look like? Oh yeah, that's true. Maybe that can indicate to us. Yeah, are and are we're are we we're an active like recruiting? Yeah, yeah, we gotta. So I it's mean, gotta be like just... friends of Vashralift or like something <laughs> <laughs> like I want yeah something with like the Vashralift Scouts or whatever. <laughs> Uh, something uh, that I would like to hear from you is uh, for Vashralif, I, I want to know like some themes or domains that this god like ooh. participates in because maybe that will influence what we're going to do with it mm-hmm. too. Does Vashralif have a goal? Is there something Vashralif would like to see changed about society? So, so I think mm-hmm. something because we're playing a ghost in a hall, something the both of us have in common mm-hmm. is that we like inhabit other things. Right. So possession. So yeah, maybe maybe it's like possession on like a like a universal scale or something. Sure. Does Vashralif concern themselves with human beings, or are they concerned more about the immortal soul inside people? Because I could see that being a theme with possession. Is like right. you are trying to get human worshippers so that you can kill them and turn them into ghost worshippers. Right. But then they become vessels as well, which are useful. Mm, that's true. Mm-hmm. Like, I imagine it like a dandelion, you know, like when you uh, blow on a dandelion and all the seeds go everywhere. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We're familiar. Yeah. I'm familiar with I'm familiar with the dandelion. You have a wide reach. I don't How know does that relate somebody... to the idea that we've been discussing? Well, because like you blow, you have to think of the dandelion seeds as ghosts. Mm. And that's the goal. It's oh, spread I see. out far and wide. I like wherever that. Wherever we land, 
Yeah, so now, oh, we'll just okay. turn around on the dandelion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, just, I'm on board. I just need help. A picture. I needed help understanding it now yeah, that so I do. Well, let me yeah. give you a chance before you jump down my throat. <laughs> this is, is going very well. Is that your character voice? This is going That's extremely well. Hello. Yogi Bear? Uh, what, one of the things that is difficult about this recording is Stephen is so handsome right now. Yeah, please. And I've got this handsome person berating me. We did We're, talk about it. I do. Uh, yes, let's get it on record because I've been tweeting about it and I feel like people don't believe me. That they don't understand. I am now, I'm no longer a hunk of junk. I am a junk hunk. This <laughs> Ooh. Happened. Yep. Ooh, yes. I like it. I do like that. That's the name of our ship if we have one. <laughs> <laughs> you essentially want to have people around as vessels for possession. Mm -hmm. Like as a ghost, I think we learned that Alan needs to take on life forces. We'll talk about people's like things in a little bit. So possession is one and creating opportunities for possession, like creating vessels perhaps. Mm -hmm. Okay. So possession, creation of vessels. And then something fun. Yeah. Well, one thing I was thinking is like aesthetic ways that this God like, you know, makes itself known. Like, you know, you were talking jokingly about about Mormons and Jehovah's Witnesses, people who are like actively evangelizing and going around. And, you know, they have a look. Mormons got those white shirts, those those ties like Mm -hmm. it's very tight. Look, there's like the Catholic look of having everybody dressed up in very grandiose garb Mm -hmm. and whatnot. And, and then there are aesthetic symbols, like, you know, Christians have the cross. Uh, yes. So what are some aesthetic things that we tie to Vashralif to really make this religion come to life for us? Like a curly Q slide. Mm-hmm. A curly like a corkscrew 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 slide that's how you yeah. get down to the vent that's how you get down to the domain of Vosherlif okay okay I like the idea <laughs> I like the idea of a corkscrew being the base thing because you can hide that symbol everywhere but yes. you definitely have a corkscrew slide yes. in, in our layer. your layer yeah, yeah. yeah. That's okay. how you get down. Yeah. Like when our worship alarm goes off, we mm-hmm. we run and we slide down. <laughs> we <don't> slide down. <laughs> it's yeah. like it's like the fire department. Yeah, yeah, and and along the way, it's it's kind of like Pee Wee's house, where like right. along the way, it dresses us in our vestments. Oh yeah, like but like yes, Batman yes. and Robin. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's so good. Yeah. Okay, hilarious. I we've turned this very grim, dark setting into something very approachable that I enjoy. Yeah. Well, we want to. You know, that's how we get you. Well, and I think I think that in. It, it like seems like frivolous and goofy, but right. like in a lot of ways that what that's like one of the main attraction points of the cult mm-hmm. is like a people's lives in Duskfall are like gritty and rough and yeah. dirty and right. industrial. So to have this thing that's like it's happy and there's like a slide in the lair or whatever, it is like a, a kind of like safety and and joy, like pure unfiltered joy that yeah. is very attractive. And, God, and it's like yeah. a honeypot. Yes. This this yes, is yes. I mean it's it's very much like like the promise of of heaven in in Christianity but like you know they they're promising like this joy for for your immortal soul. Right. The trick is you don't know it's just for your immortal right. soul yeah. and it is insidious. Immortal it's just, yeah, we have, it's, yeah, we have, our attitude is like if you're if you're eating a sandwich and your friends like are you going to finish that? We're like are you going to finish that soul? We got we could take it off. Mm-hmm. You're not using it. So, so are, are 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 you the order of the jubilant slide? Uh, oh, the, that's really. Cool. I like jubilant. Yeah, me yeah. too. I wanted. I just wanted like if we had of in there, I didn't want it of. I wanted to like oh, like oh apostrophe. The order of the jubilant slide. The order of oh, the jubilant slide. <laughs> <laughs> I like us saying with an accent, but neither of us have the accent. But when we say it, we have. We to ha- say yeah, it. you have to put an <laughs> affect put on a little, it. Oh, we're part of the order of the old. <laughs> Vashralif demands that. <laughs> yeah. There's because nothing... that's part of it. It's singing. It's sing-songy. It's all, you know, it's all about disabling your the the wall of the people who may not want us in. Right. We they People don't take us seriously enough until they have to. At that point, it's too late. Th- yeah. This is really perfect. Yeah. This is... And it's genuine. It's yeah. like genuine joy. It yeah. just... It right. comes with a price. I think we got to put down the order of oh, the jubilant slide <laughs> okay, as the go. name of our organization. The next is your layer. So I like listening to things. I had a suggestion and, mm-hmm. and feel free to reject this if you don't like it. I kind of think where there is a front for your organization that is a toy store. Mm. I'm into that. But I, I want to know what, what the lay, lay is. Is there like a back room? Is there an underground situation? Like, where do you do when you got to do your cult business? 
Where do you do I don't that? think we hide it. Yeah. I think it's just like, you know, it's like ball pit, like wall of toys or whatever, yeah. and then altar and like, you know, liturgical texts. So this is like like one of those Christian science reading rooms where it's like this is very much affiliated with a religion, but there's also something that most people would not associate with a church. Right. Okay. That rules. So yeah, you're just in a toy store. Mm-hmm. Which, man, I wish we could play a campaign with these boys already because that will get complicated. Okay, uh, so now... How many of the toys are alternate husks for your hall form? All of them. That's all, pretty They all tight. are. And so it's kind of... And I feel like maybe we just have like a corpse there that to ring up in case we do make a sale, but that's so rare that happens. <laughs> we will so get... It's just an old man or old man or old person who's A friendly there. old man. Friendly old man who's, you know, kind of weakened at burning, like sitting behind the counter yeah. in the moment that we need he to make like a sale. He looks like the toy store guy from uh, Home Alone 2. It's Mr. Megorium's wondering for you. <laughs> yeah. Boys, boys, we will get to that because right now the audience does not know what playbooks you're working that's with. That's true. And no. they are, they are a delight. But and, we know. Uh, so now I need you to choose two features for mm. your cult and you have to choose from this list alluring cruel ferocious monstrous radiant sinister serene and transcendent so i think you should each circle one that you Kay. really want to see i feel like alluring is a given yeah so okay. i'm just gonna go ahead and circle that alluring is nice but this is also very evil so i like alluringly sinister because you're like yeah it's a slide in the toy store but you can't see where it goes. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so good. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, your tier one, y- your layer is going to be immediately adjacent to turf of other criminal organizations, which Uh-oh. is fun. So now you have a crew move that you're going to check off. Right here under where it says cult, you'll see different abilities. Choose one that you feel would be the most fun for you guys. What do you think? I like... Either sealed in blood or bound in darkness, because I feel like since we have the ability to kind of be non-corporeal, we could kind of cover as much distance as we want. Mm-hmm. But I also like just saying sealed in blood. I do like sealed in blood. What do you got? I kind of like bound in darkness. Cool. Let's do it. Yeah. Can you read that ability off for everybody so they'll know what your team ability is going to be? Sure. Bound in darkness, you may use teamwork with any cult member regardless of the distance separating you. By taking one stress, your whispered message is heard by every cultist. That's very cool. A little bit not as cool for a two-person cult, but we're going (laughs) to watch you grow. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see if there's anything else that I need you. Oh. Oh. You do have an adept, it looks like. Hmm. So I want to know... There are people who are already in your cult. Uh, Yeah. That's that's what it has written down here. (laughs) I'm going to give you an option. You can have one like full-on worshiper or a group of children. So one person fully integrated into society and essentially like, you know, some Sherlock Holmes style orphans who are like in the area. Both are appealing. I think it's creepier to have like an adult Mm -hmm. who came to this toy store and was just swayed and it's like but like a high it's like one of those high-ranking like government officials who has like a secret doll collection yeah okay like that's what oh that's good so it's like i don't think they even know that we are the entities that are influencing them because it's like oh i we can go into the dolls and the dolls are talking to them oh that's good oh shit so we're yes so we're slowly like during policy questions they might go to the room big oh i don't know what to do and we're like, do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I kind of think then that this is the equivalent of like an alderman or something. Sure. Like, yeah. So what is this person's name going to be? Cherries. 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 Okay. Garcia. Um, there we go. <laughs> uh, I'll make him Garcia Cherries, perhaps. Or okay. Cherries Garcia is no, what we want. Whatever. Yeah. Either way. Cherries, it's cherries Garcia. Because if, if you switch it, I'm going to make it's going to be Ben and Ben Jerry. Mm-hmm. Cherries Garcia. Great. Pick so, this cherry. That's his. That was his running. That was his. Oh, that was I his get slogan. It. Yeah, yeah pick it. this cherry. God. Uh, <laughs> All cherry, no pit. Yeah. So, All cherry, no pit. That's pretty good too. What, what, Let's work on his campaign. <laughs> <laughs> and now this is political. Yeah. So what I'm going to say about Cherries Garcia is that he is right now somebody who is 
Like if you gave him an order or something, or maybe even if a doll told him to do something completely outrageous, it's like if you tried to get this person to kill someone, they wouldn't do it. Right. Because your influence is so tenuous, like you can do subtle things, mm-hmm. but like overt things are hard to do because he's not like fully drawn under your sway yet. Right. Mm-hmm. Maybe there is like you've had one string that's like attached to his wrist that's affording you so much control, but you need to like continue making him a marionette in order to actually Mm. have the power that you need over him. I like that's way better than the dandelion metaphor. (laughs) Well, we got there from here. So it's true. Yeah. Yeah. I I remember that being as Steven's metaphor is that he just told us about the marionette thing. So like, Oh, that's true. Yeah. Just attributing it to the most handsome person in the world. Yes. Thank you so much. I think is what we should do (laughs) with our ideas. We need to assign you contacts. You have uh, to choose for your contacts. Gagan, who is an academic. Atticon, who is an occultist. Hutchins, who is an antiquarian. Moira, who is a spirit trafficker, um, because in this setting, like people buy and sell ghosts. There is, which might be something that your cult could be very affronted by. Matthias Klein, who is a noble, or Bennett, who is an astronomer. Leaning towards antiquarian. Okay. How do you feel? What was that one name? The antiquarian was named Hutchins. Yeah, that's a fun. Hutchins? There we go. Yeah, we can do that. (laughs) (laughs) Just try it out. So we have selected our contacts. Now you have a sacred site that allows you the ability to get acquisitions, do augury, perform consecrations, or sacrifices. What's augury? Augury is like asking questions of the universe and, and ah. getting answers. Ooh, okay. sick. Which what is acquisition? Acquisition, I think that would actually be getting like items or something. Okay. So like there there would be a sacred site where literally your god would be Ooh. able to favor you with, with like objects. Dance. Yeah. We have to pick one of those and pick a place. So we'll describe so the, there is going to be a sacred site that will allow I, you to do one of these things. I kind of think that we play everything close to the chest because I love the idea of the ball pit in our store mm-hmm. if we get stuff from the god it just comes up from the like it bubbles up it bubbles up yeah that's good acquisitions it is <laughs> acquisitions all right but like yeah we go fishing in the ball pit and it's like we could find something somebody left or something that was left for us we don't know yeah so then i'm going to also check off that you have a ritual sanctum in your lair yeah that makes sense wow wow how extremely dope i love everything about that (laughs) right now you have two coin which can be used to purchase objects is that a lot of coin i don't know uh two coins so like it it's good it's it's not overwhelming but like you coin is not something you hold on to for very long okay Mm. basically when you go out and do a job in this game part of it get spent on the job itself you'll each have a vice that you have to indulge just Mm -hmm. to like stay sane Mm -hmm. in in this horrible world so part of it gets spent on that and then there's something you might buy one or two nice things for yourself the real way you advance in this game is through reputation Uh, so now we need to establish your relationship with the people around you one faction was harmed when you took power you are going to take minus two status with them or spend one coin for minus one status instead. Your presence here has hurt like another faction and they are a larger group than you. So Mm. like they are going to either be very powerful and very mad at you or powerful and just have a little bit over you. So I'm going to read off organizations that are larger than yours that exist within the setting and we will sort of decide which one you think is an appropriate antagonist for you there are the deathlands scavengers the weeping lady the scovelander refugees the reconciled the forgotten gods the path of echoes the horde and the church of ecstasy i think since we're a slide, the path, because it's like a walking thing. Mm-hmm. That's our that's our easiest Ooh. one-to-one enemies. So they are a tier three organization. Oh. You are a tier zero organization right now. So, so we're winning. Yeah. The power Golf discrepancy rules. is pretty severe. <laughs> uh-huh. um, do you want to keep both of your coin 
or do you want to lose one coin and essentially the, the relationship is I, I think hated enemies or people who are racketeers and currently sapping some of your resources I want a hated enemy. Yeah, I love a hated enemy. Yeah, let's, let's like, just... Well, I'm not going to give away yes. a coin. Yeah, let's go head to head. I don't care. Yeah. We'll beat these guys under the mud. Yeah, what are they going to do? So for the path of echoes... We're ghosts. <laughs> they can't hurt us. We're yeah. dead. <laughs> I'll just get another toy to go into. They have a place that is right next to... Well, we'll put them within one quadrant of you. All right, what's, yeah, what's our little shopping district? Uh, please tell me about it. We got a toy store. Yeah. I feel like some sort of like an actuary or like an accountant's office. Mm-hmm. I like that. And then what are they? They're one district right. over from you. Oh, so a like, district over. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like when you expand your territory, you'd be expanding out to these various see, boxes that will provide you with various upgrades and whatnot. So they're one store down or something from yeah. you. It, 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 it's going to get rough. I just like the idea of like a really like... Just a guy who's trying to help people with their money books uh, mm-hmm. right between us of these two like, factions of, like, you know, CPA is what? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So there's there's a... There's one between there and then whatever they do, whatever their shop would be. Yeah. The Path of Echoes. What's what's that situation like? Or do we want to get... We don't need to get into that right now. I think they sound like they're memory-based, like they yeah. exalt in like doing like connecting reconnecting you with your old memories or whatever Ooh. oh yeah maybe maybe there's like ancestral memory in it too like instead of like having dna based memories yeah mm-hmm. yeah like kind of that assassin's creed nonsense oh, yeah. somebody's been watching watchmen <laughs> Me? oh i was actually thinking of westworld oh yeah I, I i like the idea that instead of having a holy book you have to carry around part of the ancestral like story of the past yes. inside your head or you could join us and just have fun just be yeah. happy with the yeah. moment guys just have fun i love <laughs> everything about this like, folks <laughs> i'm just yelling at us we're like it's okay like it's fine i mean it's like we always say when life is hard don't yeah <laughs> put your hands up and we and we yeah we Hey heroes, it's James and welcome to the mid-roll. Heroes, y'all have been doing an incredible job of giving to our fundraiser for the World Builders End of Year Drive. Every year, our friends over at World Builders, the charity founded by friend of the show and network Patrick Rothfuss, run a drive for Heifer International a charity that fights extreme poverty and creates food security around the world by connecting people with sustainable resources and education. And World Builders does it with spectacular style by running a massive raffle full of nerdy delights, including more than 2,000 author-signed books, a plethora of board games and role-playing goodies, and extremely unique stuff like chainmail armor, and my personal favorite, the gorgeous Wormwood gaming tables. As I said, the OneShot Network is running our own fundraising page, and we have special prize draws. 25 folks who donate to our page will be receiving a copy of Noisy Person Cards, the voice acting party game designed by myself and Cat Cool that is currently not available anywhere else. We also have 100 role-playing ability cards that, on the authority of the OneShot Podcast Network, allow you to introduce to your game a character receiving a critical letter or package from a loved one, thanks to the folks over at Skyjack's Courier's Call, or you to transform any bird into a bird 8.3 times its size, courtesy of Campaign Skyjacks. And, of course, you're entered for all of the normal prize draws as well but we're also offering production rewards based on how much money we actually managed to raise. So far, we've raised $16,200, which is incredible. And it means that this week, uh, probably later today, I have to post a short story that I wrote in the Skyjacks universe based on the characters from Arnie's Skyjacks theme. I'm really excited to share it, and I sincerely hope that everyone likes it. But I am already looking ahead to our $20,000 goal, because if OneShot manages to raise $20,000, Patrick Rothfuss has agreed to guest on Sky. Skyjack's Courier's Call, reprising a role that he'll be playing on Campaign Skyjack's very soon. And trust me, you're gonna want to know more about this character. 
If you're interested, either because you want to do good things, win cool prizes, or unlock cool one-shot related rewards, please head over Please head over to our fundraising page. You can do that by going to bit.ly slash OSNENDS2020. That's O-S-N-E-N-D-S 2020. Before we get back to the show, I want to give a huge thank you to everyone who supports us on Patreon. Without y'all, I would not have been able to travel to California to record this, uh, in a weird past where we used to be able to travel places and visit friends. I also wouldn't have been able to pay our guest editor, Tracy Barnett, to turn in a tremendous editing performance on this week's episode. I am so excited to see where this series goes based on this. Now, with all of that out of the way, let's get back to the show. That's how you exalt your god yep. now. That's very good. Fosh relief. Fosh relief. Stop tickling me. <laughs> Stop it. So the next thing that I need us to do is make our individual characters. Okay. Uh, so you are going to have a name. You are also going to have an alias and a look. You know, that that's pretty straightforward. We also... Heritage is kind of a thing here, and there's also background on top of that. Because you are both like kind of non-human entities, we can have a little bit of fun with, with the what those might look like, especially because of my foolishness don't have full access to the, the rule book right now. We really can't look up what a lot of those heritages might mean, so... If you want to save the names for last, we can. Yeah, I'll save the name for last. For making your characters, you are going to get points for, if you see over on the right side of your character sheet, under where it says playbook, there are these like little pools full of dots and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Those are going to determine your stats. Oh, tight. Mm. In this, you've got three different categories for your stats. There is insight. In insight, we have hunt which is kind of like your ability to track people and whatnot. There is study, which is how you look up information. It's like literally studying for things. So if you're like going into a library, trying to interpret what an ancient text might mean, you would study. There's survey, which is kind of like your perception, being able to look at some uh, at a situation and get extract information from it. There's tinker, which is building things. Then down at prowess, there is finesse. That is, you know, anything involving sleight of hand, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. There's prowl, that's sneaking around. Skirmishing is straight up fighting. And wrecking is your ability to destroy things and use raw physical power. Nice. Mm -hmm. Then down at resolve, we have attune. Uh, Attune is... Magic. A bap, 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 bap. Oh, mm, yeah. Also, that's a good bit, and <laughs> I got a cop to that. That's just a very good bit. But a tune is magic, like inter- interfacing with ghosts and whatnot. Then there is command. That's your ability to order people around. There is consort. That is fitting in with high society and whatnot. Then there is sway, which is the ability to actually persuade people to do things. Basically, your background and your heritage are going to provide how you got those points. Mm. Like, there's the points that you start with, then everything that you get through everything else. Now, you are both in kind of a unique position where, Stephen, you have two free dots. Alan, you have two free dots because everybody else in the game sort of starts with more dots than oh. you. Okay. Cool. So, so you assign those. Yeah. So, and so I'm assuming these. Three dots are just because of whatever are exactly that's your play those are determined Mm -hmm. by your playbook and an important thing to note like you'll notice there's like a column there that determines your resistances so Mm. having two dots in this column means when you take on some a stress that would be related to resolve alan you will have two dice to resist it oh cool if you want to be good at something having two dots in it is a good idea great okay so now that we got that Steven, you have selected the Danger Isles as, yes. as your origin point. Dagger so, Isles. The Dagger Isles. Yes. Uh, so where did were, were you ever a human being, I guess, is a question that I have. I, oh, that's a good question. 
Do I? I don't have to be. Do I have to be human? Yes, I do. Form a human feeling. Okay. Yes. Then I was a human. I. Uh, do you remember anything about it? All I remember is drowning. Okay, so it sounds to me like you probably used to be a sailor of yeah. some kind, and you've selected uh, military. military as your background. Mm-hmm. So you have one dot. I, I'm probably gonna say in wreck. Oh, because you used to be like kind of a military boy sailor. Yes. There's mm-hmm. there's just a lot of raw physical power that you had. So like you know how to break things. Yeah. Now I'm picturing you inhabiting like a teddy bear wearing a sailor costume. Yeah, that's what yes. I was. Oh, yeah. God. Oh, that's... I was going to do a little wind-up ship thing, and I have to push oh, myself tight. around with my oar. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I, well, I like the idea of you being yeah. able to bounce between different toys, oh, yeah. too. Now, what about you, Alan? What did you select? I am from Severos. Okay. And I am an academic. Oh. All right. Former academic. Yes. Um, you never stop learning. There's no reason to keep <laughs> studying when we now know all of the world's <laughs> true answers. So I, I guess we're going to be going mostly off of you having been an academic then. Because I don't know what Severus is. It just sounded cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's got to be giving you a point in study. Okay. Being cool. an academic. Like that's in your background. This is good. Cool. So you have your points now. You're you're all like assigned and everything, which settled that part of you. Uh, now, we... do I get anything with? I have a function, or is that just character based? Is that just motivation? Your function. Where is that? Since my functions are to are, and I had choices. Yes. Uh, please let's go to into destroy. each one of those. <laughs> mine. Mine is just given to me. I don't choose yeah. anything. I have a need to drain life essence from living beings to sustain myself. Radical. I'm very excited about that. And my function is to destroy that which my master commands. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, I'm glad we got you yeah. that point in wreck then. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, Stephen, you have to pick features for your frame. Oh. So, I think it is one from each category. I Great. Think. Oh. And Alan does not have anything like that on his. So, for Alan... Let's have you pick your bonus ghost trait. So you've got ghost form, Mm -hmm. but there are all sorts of other neat things that you could pick. So make that decision. What is the plating? Do we think that's like what the hole is made of? Yeah. But interior chamber would be like, I have a pocket? Exactly. Great. I'm going to have a little oven door. (laughs) I think like one would mean, oh, you're a pretty tough thing and you've got armor. And the other is like, ooh, you can smuggle something inside That's where I keep, that's where we keep our coins. Mm Mm-hmm. So with that chosen, Stephen, please walk us through your frame. Oh, I guess I'll pick my frame size as well. Oh, sweet. I should take Possess so that I can also enter our toys. Yeah. Should Hell I? yes. Oh, my God. I'm going to do that, too. For my frame, I pick small, cat size. So that's like a metal orb, mechanical doll, clockwork spider, things like that. Oh, and I get to choose a starting feature. So there we go. So I pick Levitation because it was scarier than a floating toy. Oh, God. Yeah, horrifying. Then I pick Spider Climb because it's also terrifying. More terrifying than oh, a that's incredible. toy climbing <laughs> on the wall. <laughs> then I picked Interior Chamber so I could have a place to store some stuff. And then I picked Phonograph so I could play creepy songs. That's excellent. Wild. <laughs> Absolutely fucking wild. <laughs> Cannot wait. So, yeah, that, that we've, we've got that right there. After that, pick a whole trait for yourself. Ah. Well, Alan will mm-hmm. move over. What go- So you picked possession I as picked your possession. trait. I can attune to the ghost field in order to take control of a living body. The control can be challenged. I don't know exactly how that works. Oh, never mind. It's the next line. Your <laughs> control is challenged when you consume spirit energy from the host, when arcane powers act against me, or when the host's will is driven to desperation. But I can indefinitely possess a hull or a hollow that has been ritually prepared for me. Oh. Like our toys. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think because what you selected for your hideout is acquisition, you don't have anything to consecrate, which means preparing a permanent hull or semi-permanent hull for yourself is kind of a task like you have to perform a ritual or ceremony that will require sacrifice of cool. some kind which which makes it difficult and i love yeah uh steven what did you pick as your other whole trait my whole trait i picked electroplasmic projectors i may release some of my plasmic energy as electrical shock around me 
or S directed beam. So that means I'll be your Iron Man. Uh, or I was thinking I was gonna just vomit it. Oh, even better. <laughs> this is very good. I, I, I like. There's a real puppet master vibe to yes. what we got going on here, mm-hmm. and I'm a fan of it. This we we turned this game into a full moon horror movie, and yes. I'm I'm a fan. It uh, feels like a Goosebumps book. Yeah, where it seems like on its face it shouldn't be scary, but... right? But then like Jack Black shows up, and you're like, oh no! Yeah, what are you doing in this yeah. movie? <laughs> no one else is available. Get your check, man. I'm excited for Jumanji too. I got to tell you, the next First level one was good. The first Jumanji one? three, you mean? I'm. It's a reboot. It's Jumanji one. Uh, no, mm. it's actually canonical. Uh, I mean, amazing. Uh, how could they be canonical? Because it's... did you see first Jumanji? Those actually, it is big it is, reference it is to yeah. Alan Shepard. I believe his name is. I, I yeah. just don't know how a world can exist where the events of Jumanji took place. That is the the leap that I can't. Uh, because the game changed. But the players remain the same. Hashtag the game has changed. Uh, let's not talk about Jumanji. There <laughs> are other things that we need to do. We have to establish relationships for you all. Now, normally, these character sheets have relationships written on them. Oh. Um, but we don't have that here for you. So basically, you need a, one relationship that is positive and one relationship that is negative. Ooh. So we'll make the the NPCs that you have these relationships with and gotcha. we'll kind of decide how that works. Let's start on your positive relationships. Now, these people can be like contacts for you. These mm-hmm. are going to be people that'll be able to fold into the story to, you know, increase pressure in the situations that we get into and, you know, give you options and allies. I want to be friends with the newspaper boy at the corner of our block who doesn't have enough money to buy the toy that he wants but he comes in every day to talk to it oh my god and it gives us information i really like that for a lot of different reasons because part of me thinks darkly that you're preparing him to be put into that toy maybe like i think his his emotional connection Mm -hmm. like the more connected he is to this object, the easier it will be yeah. to put him inside it. But yeah, as a newspaper boy, he sees a lot of different yeah. things. He travels around the city. He reads the newspaper. And he reads the newspaper. Little Silas Do-Good okay. will be mine at some point. Please write down Silas Do-Good. Um, <laughs> That's One a of the last name. two lines oh. down here. And Friend. he's your positive relationship, which rules. Do like morning do. Hell yeah. Oh, that's good. <laughs> That's do good, baby. Uh, Alan, hey, what about your positive relationship? I think there's there's a woman about town named Diane who I can sense is marked by Vashralith. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm like, if the Lord loves you, I love you. And she's like, who? She's constantly kind of like, oh, you're like a pleasant ghost person that I know. But she, it's never come up. I'm like waiting for the the reason she is marked to reveal itself or for her to like split open and become like some horrible thing for me to obey commands from or something and for now it's just like a friendly like acquaintanceship all right how old is this person i think she's like 54 okay okay is what what would her economic status be i think she's working class mm-hmm. and she she works at like a loomery or uh like a, a place where they spin wool into thread or whatever i like that okay does she know you as a ghost yeah okay i think she probably lives above this toy store then absolutely so you're a ghost that is like kind of haunting this building and i like yeah i like i like you come up through her floorboards sometimes while she's like you know playing the cello or whatever before but you're like real polite about it like you send up a hand first and if she says come on up you Mm -hmm. go up you can't knock yeah this is this is great i i think like for a while, you know, your your spirit kind of possessing the house and whatnot. Eventually, she just took to talking to you, and <laughs> you were enthusiastic about it because, like, something about her is like, oh yeah, Vashrila is cool with this person. Yeah, she has she has like a reserved status or something that I'm not really clear oh. what it means. But you're vibing. But with I'm it. very excited yeah. about it. Yeah. Oh, this is this is perfect. So please, please write her down. What's her name? Diane Smothers. Diane Smothers. Diane Smothers, baby. <coughs> now for your negative relationships. Mm. These are people who you have problems with personally or have something against you and you specifically. 
a lot of the time in this, these are like the emotional connections that people have because you're not exactly people mm -hmm. that might be odd. Like these could be other ghosts mm -hmm. or, or supernatural entities that you've run into too. There's a stray dog that comes around and one of my holes was like a, was like a stuffed rabbit and this dog chewed me up and uh, the dog is just a dog, but I really got it out for this dog. <laughs> Is there a reason that you don't kill this dog? Are you just not physically powerful? I'm not physical, enough? physically power, powerful enough. And then also, <laughs> I feel like that's the one. Also, that's the one direct command uh, that I got from Vashrilif was that we do not kill dogs. I love this. Yeah, they bring joy. And so I just really want to, but I can't. Yeah, there's, I, there, there's just a mangy mutt. Maybe dogs also make good vessels. Like yep. there's probably something about a creature that has like this connection to people and wants to please them. Or and whatnot, they're just easy. Yeah, they're easy. And there's no, they're very much in the moment. And, you know. I love it. I yep. love it. The, but this one dog. The order of the jubilant slide does not harm dogs. Maybe Vashralif is like, like a weird composite dog guy. Yeah. I think like maybe there's a dog head or something or like it definitely, or Vashralif definitely has like a, maybe it's like a tail that wags and we're like, that's how we know we're pleasing Vashralif. Oh, that's good. Yeah. 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 I like that. I like that. Cool. Dog. Dog. <laughs> yeah. Street dog. Street dog. Perfect. Alan, what about you? What's your negative relationship? I think there's a drug dealer in town <laughs> that I don't like. Because they're selling like right. fake, like chemical happiness. It like competes with our whole shtick. That's, yeah, that has to be anathema to the Church of Vashvah. Yeah, it's absolutely oil and water. Right. It's it's probably someone who fronts as like someone that everyone trusts. Mm -hmm. Someone that we, because of their position, we haven't been able to touch. Right. Like a policeman or something like that, mm. where they, they they just operate this like little drug operation. Maybe it's like the uh, somebody like checks like shipments coming into the town. Oh yeah, like, like a customs, yes, yes, like yes, a yes, customs yes, yes, officer. Yes, yes. Yeah, I like that. Ooh, that's so good. So they they do some smuggling, maybe. Yeah. What's 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 his name? Jeremy Dustcorn. <laughs> Jeremy Dustcorn. <laughs> Love it. And people are like, you getting DC tonight? Yeah, dog. His own brand. I got that new DC. Yeah. Jeremy is going to be a Lamp Black, which is one of the other factions in the city. Oh. I think you've got a minus one with with this faction. They probably don't know about you, but you've caused problems for them for that reason. So, like, I think maybe Jeremy has seen you or, or, or seen your works happen and he might be like the only lamp black in the area that like thinks there's a ghost out to get him yeah. or them so okay. he, he, he represents an existential threat to your institution oh. cool so with that we have created your characters and we're going to be ready to start this story and i'm just so excited for that what's your name i haven't come up oh with that's that. right we oh. need names <laughs> yeah uh, that's right characters require names um <laughs> so I, I yeah the last thing that i need to know are your names alan uh, i think you have a name uh, i do um my name is Tholeric the stained but my alias that i go by now that i'm in the call yes. is brother eric brother okay i'm brother eric whoa whoa i think this is probably my character voice <laughs> gross <laughs> oh it's brother like brothers and sisters yeah well it doesn't matter what my name is because I don't remember it, right? Yeah. So just my alias is my name. Yeah. And my name is Brother Windup. Oh, I love that. And I am starting... What does look mean? Is that just literally our physical What you look like, yeah. Okay. And like, I'll want to know what your physical form is, and, and that can be your most common one, because we can assume that you'll hop from body to body, but I also want to know what your ethereal form looks like. And it doesn't need to look entirely human, especially because you've been these possessing creatures for so long, probably... The parts of your ghosts that looked human have like changed over time. So my so brother windup starts as a clapping symbol monkey, mm -hmm. and then we'll hop from different ones. And then uh, my ethereal form is human esque, but is just bloated, like from the sea. All all of the digits are like three sizes too big, and you know there's just coral coming out of the stomach. Are you like a slimer type? Do you have feet? No, this feet. It's more like uh, when uh, Aunt Marge got blew up by Harry. 
Mm-hmm. Just big old bulbous. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like that. Violet Beauregard. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Not, maybe not as round as that, but like there's, yeah, like all the muscles have popped out. So they're still like, it's just really gross. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. It is gnarly. And you got to stuff that inside these like small vessels yeah. too. Yeah. And it's, is it like a toilet flush effect where you, like, <laughs> I mean, it's got to be like that. Oh, yeah, it's it like is like a down. slide. A That's slide cool. Down. Yeah. And so going in is easy, but getting out is hard. So I get poo bared a little bit. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> And I'm I'm just a ghost. I'm a ghost of like a short, square-looking man with like stubble and like one eye is like kind of opaque. Ooh. And okay. uh, I'm covered in blood. Like there's like it looks like I've been stabbed to stabbed to death in life because there's just like pockets of blood stain that are on my ethereal form, mm-hmm. and my limbs kind of dissipate into wisps. Ooh. So there's no like hands or feet. They're just like. We got a real Laurel little, and Hardy thing going on. Little right wispies. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah, it is definitely Laurel and Hardy. This is good. This is very, very good. This episode of One Shot contains music by Scott Buckley, used under a Creative Commons International 4.0 license. Tracks used are The Spirit, Venom, Eidolon, Antagonist, Static, Tomorrow, and The Old Ones. This episode of One Shot was edited and sound designed by Tracy Barnett. You can find more of their work online at The Other Tracy. Well, heroes, that's it for One Shot this week. But don't worry, we'll be back next week with more Blades in the Dark. In the meantime, be sure to check out one of the other amazing shows on the One Shot Network. Like Campaign. Campaign is an actual play podcast exploring long-form role-playing. The current campaign, Skyjacks, takes place in an original setting inspired by the music of the Decemberists, folktales, and classic adventure fiction. Join Liz Anderson, John Patrick Cohen, Tyler Davis, Johnny O'Mara, and Game Master James D'Amato as they tell a tale of daring sky pirates. Also, it's basically an elaborate retelling of Weekend at Bernie's. Just search for Campaign or James D'Amato on iTunes, Google Play, or your favorite podcast app. As always, we end one shot with a call to action. And folks, we are approaching the January runoff elections in Georgia. Right now is the perfect time to show your support. You can do that by donating to organizations that fight voter suppression, like Fair Fight Action, donating directly to candidates, or volunteering your time as a phone or text banker. Remember, get involved and do what you can. Thanks, heroes.